Okay, good afternoon. This is Richard Shu, host of Shu Untied, where I interview lawyers. Uh, today, I'm very pleased to have with me as my guest, Augustine Yi, who's Chief Legal Officer, Global Head of Corporate Development and Corporate Affairs at Hoya Corporation. Augustine, welcome to the show. Thanks, Richard. It's great to be on your show. So, Augustine, let's start by telling me a little bit about what is Hoya and what do you do for them? Hoya is a multinational Japanese company. It's a public company. We're traded on the Tokyo Stock Exchange and perhaps reviewed as uh, maybe one of the bellwethers of the Nikkei. The company is is really unique. It's 50% high-tech and IT related, and it's 50% life sciences medical devices. And so it's very, very diversified. So my role at the company, I'm the chief legal officer, but I'm also responsible for a number of um, corporate functions under under my title of Corporate Development and Affairs. So I'm responsible for the legal groups globally, including the legal groups and the divisions, um, the intellectual property teams that we have for supporting these businesses. But I'm also responsible for business development and M&A related functions. So we have a we have business development groups in the functions and we have a BD group in corporate we have a venture capital arm that not very many people know about uh, that makes early stage investments in, uh, in companies in the life science area. And then we have a global M&A group. And these groups support all these businesses. In addition to that, um, I was asked when I joined if I could uh, leverage some of my background from multinational companies and some of the companies I've worked at in the, in the West to support some of the other corporate functions like investor relations and public relations. Um, I'm responsible for overseeing IT. Um, that's also one of my responsibilities. So it's a, it's a pretty broad, broad plate. Sounds like no shortage of things to do. No shortage of things to do. <laughs> okay, now Augustine, you've worked with, at predominantly um, US companies your entire career. What's it like working at a Japanese headquarter company? Well, I'm, I'm very fortunate. Uh, our our CEO, um, the fellow who hired me, he's very uh, forward-thinking and very global um, for, I think, any CEO, but maybe in particular an Asian-based or Japanese CEO. And so he is uh, trying to constitute a, an executive team and, and leadership teams in the division that are truly globally focused and globally thinking. And you know, initially when I when I received the call, um, you know, would you be interested in coming over to this Japanese multinational company? I wasn't quite sure exactly what the culture would be at this company, but um, it's it's truly been fantastic. Mm. And uh, our our CEO um, recognizes the need for our company to be. Now, Augustine, I've known you for many years. You've been the general counsel of a public company. You've been general counsel of a private company. You've also had business development roles. How do you how do you compare some of that those jobs with what you're doing now for a company that's headquartered in Japan and yet you live in Singapore? It's been a really different experience. Um, all of my experience prior to moving out to Asia several years ago had been in the United States and. It was with biotech companies, small biotech companies, and then uh, I moved on from there to a large multinational pharmaceutical company, AstraZeneca Pharmaceuticals. 
but most of those were primarily U.S. roles until AstraZeneca sent me over to Asia. And when they sent me over to Asia, they asked me to help to run business and corporate development for them for Asia Pacific. And that was really where uh, I started to see the importance of having this uh, international background and to be exposed to the different ways of doing business in, in many different countries. I had seen quite a bit of that in my role in the U.S. In, at AstraZeneca, but uh, heading out to Asia and being responsible for a number of countries, it's been extremely helpful for this role that I have here at Hoya, which is a which is a global role. Now, you mentioned earlier that you both, you're the chief legal officer, but you also head up all your corporate development. How do you find, you know, trying to balance those two roles? Is that difficult? Uh, because typically, you know, those are normally done by two different people. It is two different sets of skill sets, essentially. Um, the, the legal side, you're, you're looking at risk, but uh, as I've evolved on the legal side, you're also looking for opportunities in a different way. So you're you're trying to add value as a true partner to the business in what you're doing on the legal side to support deal teams or acquisitions or the commercial side. Certainly on the M&A side or on the, uh, the more commercial marketing um, corporate strategy side, you are looking for opportunities primarily. And yes, you have to balance risk there as well. But on that side of the fence, I find that a lot of times nothing really exists yet, and you have to try to create that. Tell me a little bit how you actually got from being a lawyer, because you obviously started your career as a lawyer. We worked together line to line. How did you actually go from being a lawyer to having a business role in the first place? So that takes me back to uh, when I was working at Pillsbury in San Diego. I was a corporate securities and technologies lawyer there. And I was gaining a lot of exposure to uh, biotech companies, to pharmaceutical companies, to high-tech companies. And as my career progressed at Pillsbury, I found that I was acting more and more like a outside general counsel to some of these smaller companies that I was representing. And I was really attracted to the business side of, of what was going on. And it was in that role that I realized that you could really make a, a significant difference to your client as a lawyer if you could get very close to the client. You could, you could be there at the very beginning when these concepts were being generated, when these ideas were being hatched, and you could help to steer things and shape things with the business folks. I had a client in the Bay Area and they had approached me to, uh, to be their in-house lawyer. So I took the jump and I, I joined this uh, biotech company. It was probably less than 20 people at that time. And I joined them as their general counsel. But because I was walking away from what I thought was uh, a pretty significant thing for a lawyer, which is the brass ring of making partner, I asked them to make me the senior business officer. Mm. And did you find you liked that from the beginning or did you find that it took a little bit of adjustment at the beginning? Well, and, and so, you know, I've sort of come full circle into this role at Hoya. When I, when I joined that particular company, I started as a general counsel and the senior business officer. And in some respects, that's the position I find myself in today. And I, yes, I really did enjoy that quite a bit. Mm. Now, you mentioned earlier that Hoya is in a lot of diverse industries. How do you find yourself how is or how do you find it as a challenge or do you find it as a challenge to 
try to understand all these diverse businesses because obviously you have a business role, but you know, how do you find yourself able to understand all the different businesses? It's really been an amazing learning opportunity. So uh, prior to joining Hoya, I spent my entire career, you know, somewhat in the high tech space, but predominantly in the biotech and pharmaceutical space. And so it was, you know, drug development, clinical development, regulatory in that space, um, deals in that space. And now I'm at a company like Hoya, which is into semiconductors, we're into optics, we're into electro optics. And, you know, on the life science side, yes, I still have a footprint in life science, but these, these areas of life science that I'm in now, um, intraocular lenses and uh, endoscopes and artificial bone, it's really been fascinating. These businesses are so diverse mm. and these businesses run at different speeds and they have different risk profiles. So for someone who is both on the business side and the legal side, it's really an amazing challenge every day. So given that um, it's such a global corporation, how do you find yourself able to keep up with such a far-flung and widespread operation? Do you have to travel a lot or how do you, how do you keep up with all the businesses? It's, it's a lot of travel, certainly, uh, because uh, our, our divisions are located and headquartered all over the world, and uh, many of the divisions um, have manufacturing sites all over. We, we have people everywhere. Hoya has approximately 35,000 people around the world. Uh, but those divisions are pretty autonomous, and they have their own management teams. So that is very, very helpful. Hoya Corporation is the holding company over these many divisions. So my role is primarily to make sure that Hoya Corporation, the holding company, is aware of things going on within the divisions or if the divisions need help, that we can we can react to it and help them to make the best decisions possible to drive their businesses forward. Well, with your busy travel schedule and all these different priorities that you could possibly have, are there any things personally you do that, that try to actually keep you more focused or help you, you know, stay focused on the things you need to do? I found that exercise helps a lot. Hmm. Um, when you have a heavy travel schedule, heavy meeting schedule, some time devoted to exercise is really a must. And so I've, I've made it a point over the past few years to, to make that a priority in my life. No matter how busy my schedule gets, no matter what time I land in a particular city, if I feel that I haven't uh, put in enough time in the gym that week, I land at 10 or 11 p.m. If the gym's open 24 hours, I'll just go to the gym. Do you find that trying to keep up with such a multinational corporation with such far-flung uh, operations, is that, I mean, is this something where, you know, it's just an incredible challenge or do you feel, find it overwhelming? It's really a privilege. Hmm. It's really a privilege to have been given the opportunity to have this kind of a role. Um, I guess... Being a classically trained lawyer, I, I think it's not so common for lawyers to have one foot in the law and one foot over on the business or strategy or commercial side. That is very, that, that's very meaningful to mm -hmm. me. 
Well, given the fact that you've, you know, you, as you said, you've had, you've been in the lawyer role, you've been outside counsel, you've been in-house, you've had a business role, you have both, you've worked in multinational corporations. Is there anything else that you could foresee doing that would add to this list? I mean, it seems like you've done it all, but is there actually another kind of role that you could envision seeing or would like to still do uh, maybe sometime in the future? This role essentially um, has one's hands full at, at, at all times. Um, the thing I like most about this role is that I'm learning every day. And uh, as I've joked with our CEO before, when you come in in the morning, you have no idea really what's going to happen when you have um, this many uh, business units and you know, you're kind of looking out across these things. Um, I think what I would tell you is as long as I'm able to keep learning um, in any particular role, that's the role that I would want to have. Hmm. Well, Augustine, this has been a fascinating conversation. I really appreciate you taking the time. If you do happen to do something else, you'll have to come back and tell me about it. Thank you, Richard. Thank you. This is Richard Shu and Augustine Gee. Thanks. <laughs>